Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Of our fucking league, and I'm mad at both of you. I thought you came in second. No, I'm first. Hey, watch your mouth, by the way. It's a family show, all right? No one congratulated me. Hey. And Brett hasn't given me my money yet. Lofa Tatupa so is the mad. only one allowed to swear on here, okay? <laughs> also, congratulations, I paid, I paid my producer Katie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. Congratulations to both of you, by the way. I'm the commission of that league. Lofa finally pays his dues, and you win the championship. Congratulations to both of you. Thank you. And thank you for paying you, deadbeat. Congrats, Katie. Gosh. You know, like most of the people in our league, I'm not afraid to come after the money from. You know what I mean? With you, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. Well, you never even told me before the league that it was <laughs> that we played for anything but the bragging rights. That is not true. Go check your text chain. Unbelievable. Speaking <laughs> of text chain, how about that novel you wrote me this morning? That was sweet. <laughs> I know, man. Hey, listen, the, the pre-show notes look a lot shorter and more concise in the notes app. And then I put them in the text <laughs> messaging. In- Whoa. Yeah. Sorry about that. I don't um, read the script. Script reads me. Well, here was my first question on there for the cold open for you. Do you currently or have you ever held any records? Um, I think the, the three interceptions in one game is, is a tied for a record. Nice. So, yeah. With uh true, who else? There's one other person that got three in a game. Okay. Uh, I'd probably be like Kenny Easley or something, right? <laughs> uh, Maybe. Yeah. But I think that's the, I think that's the only record, but we saw a lot of records get broken yesterday. Didn't yeah, we? man. A lot of them going down. Yeah. It was pretty cool to see. I don't, I don't know if I hold any. I know that, I mean, I can make one up. Like, I was fired from my TV show twice, and nobody else was. So Wait, from, from the same show? Yeah, from Awkward. I was fired twice. But I stayed on. I was still on every episode. They never, I never, it was like, it was like they were trying to cut me, but I kept, like, talking my way back onto the practice squad, sort of. <laughs> I don't know. I, wait, how'd you get cut and then brought back? They, what, what was that? Because they were just threatening, you know? Like, they were just trying to. Just coming after me, I don't know why, you know? And I was like, look, you can try to get rid of me, but... You didn't leave? You didn't no. leave the set? No. <laughs> I wish it awesome. was like in the moment on set like that. That would be a much better story instead of just having like an email come from the network and me being like, all right, fine, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I was just kidding. <laughs> if they moved your trailer while you were in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's start this show here. Let's go. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go up. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's Lofa. Oh. Trouble play it. Thunder. All one ready. Please. Russell looking. Go hard. Russell scrambling. Go hard. Pump faking. Go hard. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a five, baby. 45, 40. 
He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. Seahawks podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of it. If you got questions, comments, or anything to say at any time, you can email us seahawkspod at gmail.com. That's Seahawks, spelled exactly how you think it would be, P-O-D at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on any social media. It's at Seahawkspod or at Seahawks Podcast. I mean, basically just start searching Seahawks Podcast and you'll find us. You know, our names are in the logo, so it's easy. <laughs> our show is brought to you by Seattle Shirt. Seattle Shirt Company. They're back for some more. Great local company up there in the PNW, family-owned and doing it right. They have an excellent selection of NFL and NBA jerseys for every single person on your shopping list or maybe your belated holiday shopping list out there. Um they're they're such a cool sponsor and and they do so much for our listeners for our listeners they are giving us an amazing deal this promotion is awesome you get 50% off 50 everybody one number less than lofa's number that he wore on his chest for the seahawks 50% off of all seahawks merchandise when you use our promo code at seattleshirt.com and our promo code lofa is what Believe that's it, B L E A V. Yeah, put that and, and in. I'm no, and I'm no math major. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's almost half. Half off. <laughs> it is. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, that is a that's a crazy deal, right? Just for putting in believe, just for using our promo code, fifty percent off all Seahawks merchandise at SeattleShirt.com. And our other sponsor is BetOnline.ag. Awesome sponsor. They've been with us all season. For all of your online wagering needs, go to betonline.ag. They have welcome bonuses for all of our listeners that sign up when they use the same promo code, which is... Believe. <laughs> B-L-E-A-V. Yeah. Go on over to betonline.ag. Put down some wagers on anything from the world of sports or throw some wagers down in their online 24-7 casino. It's all good at betonline.ag. All right. Finally, and without further ado, Lofa, let's get into this game because the season is over, my man. That's it. Week 17 is wrapped up and in the books. Our Seattle Seahawks are 12-4 and on the season. They beat the Glendale slash Santa Clara 49ers. 26 to 23 yesterday um let's get some general thoughts from you and then i've got like 12 talking points that are in no particular order to to go through so uh you know but what how do you feel right off the bat uh general thoughts we won right and (laughs) you know as we were texting through the game i mean it was not a pretty game no um but but we won and especially as we enter the playoffs where it is win or go home, you don't care how you win. That's just the fact. And, um, yeah, the final score, I mean, we could have fast-forwarded to the fourth quarter. (laughs) (laughs) We could even do that for our listeners if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I bet there's a lot of Seahawks fans out there that that wish they could just do that for a lot of games this season. I mean, and and this game was no different. Um, here, let me just start off on my talking points here. Cause I, I was jotting down notes as the game was going on. I, i fittingly have 12 of them and they're in no particular order. First off the bat defense is playing great, man. 
I mean, they gave up that garbage time touchdown, but the game was pretty much over at that point. Um, this squad is just in the last five games. They look like the best one of the, and they are one of the best defenses, top three at least in the last five games in the NFL. Yeah, they are, and um, and they look it. It's not just uh, the numbers on the paper. They're running around, flying around, mm-hmm. big hits everywhere. Digs, oh my God, on that running back, um, KJ. As we we've talked about, he's been you know just laying the boom all all year. Hey, hey like don't getting... get to point number seven yet, okay? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's point seven. <laughs> oh, I got a whole thing for KJ coming up later. As we should. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just it's coming together nicely. The chemistry, um, and you know, I know everybody can say, "Oh, well, CJ Beathard." Shit, Beathard came in and threw for two fifty on us in a quarter and a half last time. Yeah. So, if if we're not talking about some you know market improvement, then I mean, I don't know what we're talking about. So, pass rush was there. Um, you know, Dunlap. Probably could have had two, uh, and Beathard got away because he's a good athlete. But it was uh, Machine Green showed up big. It was awesome. And uh, yeah. Puna Ford pushing the pocket all day. And uh, I think we'll probably get to it a little later when we get to the injury report. But Jaron Reed, that is cause for concern. Him yeah. and Jamal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I don't think anyone out there thinks that this defense is the defense we saw when we won the Super Bowl those years ago against the Broncos, but they don't really need to be if the offense can get their act together. Uh, I think the defense right now, as far as what they did, like I said, leading up until that, you know, touchdown they gave up at the end of the game uh, that was inconsequential, like this is exactly how we need this defense to play. And it's nice to see them doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The only, as you mentioned, the only yardage that we started to give up at the end Looked like we went to a little bit of a prevent. And I don't know how many times Kendrick Bourne's going to hit a slant, like over and over. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I would have went rogue and just tried to pick it off as a linebacker. <laughs> my, like, o- my only complaint with the defense, if there is is one really, uh, is on third down, man. Like we just kind of sometimes can't seem to get off the field, even in third and long. And, you know, obviously you can speak to, and I want to ask you, like why is third down sometimes so much more challenging than first and second? Uh, you know, as a player, I love third down, whether it's third and short, third and long, that's the money down. That's what we called it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's where guys get paid to make plays. And I don't, I don't know, um, if it's just what the situation dictates, you know, what, what San Fran, if they had a good plan for us going into that game, but yeah, um, give it up maybe a couple too many, you know, first downs on that down. Yeah. Uh, offense. This is point number two for me. Offense, slow start again. We win the game, but ugh is literally what I wrote down. I mean, dude, talk me off the ledge here. Talk all 12s off the ledge because Seahawks Twitter during the game is a roller coaster and a wild ride that is extremely entertaining. But, you know, I don't, it's, it's tough. It is. It's frustrating um, to watch when you, we have, you know, so many pro bowlers and unbelievable talent over yeah. there. But um, with this game, and I'm not saying or suggesting that this is what they were doing, uh, but a couple records were broken, you know. Yeah. saw them going early and off in the DKN and lock it. Yeah. So you could speculate. Mm-hmm. But I was excited about that game plan because it kept Carson healthy. Yeah, true. My heart, my heart stopped when he came off and his whole head was bleeding. And I was like <laughs> – don't tell me that we we kept this guy in for four quarters just to get hurt on the second to last drive yeah. of a meaningless game, dude. What, not good when you see your running back bleeding out of the ear on the sideline. 
I think it was the Blood earring, everywhere. Though, luckily, right? I, it wasn't like coming from his brain. No, <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it was the top of the ear. Yeah, jeez. Um, um, what, dude? Speaking of which, though, side note for a quick second, like the guys with all the ju- jewelry on and everything, and the earrings and all that, like it's bound to happen at some point, and then you got to get pulled from the game. Come on, man! Like, take it out, right? What if that was the Super Bowl and he misses a drive because of it? You know? Yeah, you know. Hopefully, they'll take it out for the postseason. Yeah, uh, I know you were always blinged up under your helmet. Always, <laughs> always, chain and everything, grill, everything. Um, no, but that's a. I mean, that's a legitimate uh, cause for concern. Is you know, I don't know if an earring got snatched out or what, but yeah. he was bleeding everywhere, and yeah. you got to come off the field. Yeah, with when you're, when you're bleeding like that. And so, and we were right in the, in the, you know, in the goal line red zone. It's like, that's the time when you need him most. But what I was excited about is they got him going, although it was late in the game when the records were in hand. Um, we, when he, we needed him in the run game most, we did, we were able to establish that run. And, um, and it was good to see Russ get active with his feet and, you know, command, you know, threaten that defense underneath and that coverage and bring them up a little bit. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, man. I, I, it, the beginning of the game reminded me of when I used to be playing Madden back in the day and I was trying to get certain achievements, you know, or, or set certain records for my fake players running around out there. And so I would try to force the ball or whatever. And, and my team would, I would start losing to the computer cause I was trying to be too cute, you know? And it almost seemed like that's what we were doing there on that opening drive with Russ. It was like, he was like, I'm going to take care of my guys, but it came at the expense of scoring touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, you know, Metcalf only needed like 30 yards, so he was going to get that. Um, but, you know, you, you see him catch the ball, rocket it over <laughs> to my man EK. Yeah. To, that's to EK. Shout out to EK, the equipment manager. Um, he was the one that was signing the ball yeah. and uh, just, just marking it down. Got so some sweet camera it. time, didn't he? And the, Yeah, and then uh, three plays later, because, I mean, I don't know how many quick screens we ran with Lockett to get him all those real catches. <laughs> <laughs> But Lockett runs it all the way over to the sideline, throws it to EK. Um, but, yeah, it's great. Records are meant to be broken. Um, you know, shout out to the great Steve Largent. Uh, I mean, that yeah. thing stood for 30, 35 years, I think. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty impressive. DK going over 1,300, you know, yards for a season and only a second season is incredible. Lockett, that's another guy we didn't talk about. Did he – was he a Pro Bowl snub? I believe so. Yes, Tyler. I think Lockett. he's got over a thousand yards. I think he's got to have up around like ten or eleven touchdowns now. Yeah, um, you know what's interesting? Uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf finished the season with the same amount of touchdowns, and if you look at receptions and yardage, it's very close between the two of them. I saw a tweet where someone was asking. They put the numbers up, and then they said, "If I took the names away, can you tell who me who it? the number one receiver for the team would be?" I mean, yeah, Lockett's a total Pro Bowl snub. I agree with you, hundred percent on yeah. that. Yeah, hundred catches and his hundredth could not have been a better one. The touchdown on what was it fourth down or whatever. Yeah, uh, was that a big and, time throw? Huh? Uh, eh, nah, he's wide open. Um, <laughs> meh, meh. So that poor corner. Yeah. You see how pissed he was? Oh yeah. You got to run with Lockett all the way across the field. You know, dodging everybody on your team and their team yeah with russ doing that patented uh you know sort of fadeaway jumper that he likes to throw down there yeah it was nice uh speaking of russ number three on my list of points here is uh especially early in the game again when the offense was struggling russ again just kind of 
especially when you watch the replays, seems like there's guys open that he's just not going to for whatever reason early in the down, and he's scrambling around and then, you know, taking that sack. And it's just so frustrating from a fan perspective. I'm sure it's frustrating on the sideline for them or for Russ even, you know. But I I, I don't know what's up. Like, I don't want to start talking about his height again like people did at the beginning of his career, but is he just not seeing people or... I don't know what it is, but I I know quick game. That's the the thing I'm looking at is when he takes three steps and, you know, that ball has to come out. It's not coming out. Yeah. Whatever the reason, I mean, if first option, you know, you go through your five reads, one, two, three, four, five. That's, you know, how many eligible receivers you have. If you get to that third step, one, two, three. By that third one, if nothing's open, you don't don't come back. I wouldn't even look at four and five. I wouldn't even look over back at one and two again. Get three yards. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Get rid of it. Avoid the sack. Yeah. You can throw it away too, um, but avoid the sack. Well, I just mean get it out of your hand in general, whether you're throwing at a receiver or not. I mean, you just yeah. got to get but the this ball is, out. But this is what happens because, you know, we've had guys do it to us before where, you know, they have quick game, which is all five yards or less of the routes. They're just sitting there right there, spaced out. It's just spacing. And, Okay, not open, not open. Run five yards. And eventually, someone's going to get undisciplined and just say, you know, F this. I'm going to go knock this quarterback out. Mm-hmm. Like when he scrambles, I'm going to get a hit if he doesn't slide in time. Yeah. And uh, it just it gives him something extra to think about when, when you have that. Well, and also, I think all of us can see plainly that when the Seahawks go a little more up-tempo on offense and when he is getting the ball out quickly – he is hitting people and the offense starts to click. And I think that's what's so frustrating from the fan perspective is we see them do it. And then when, so then when they're not, it's that much more frustrating. I thought that was a, that was a really good thing. Uh, and I mean, we were trailing, so we had to, mm-hmm. uh, we were trailing by, I think, I forget what the, the, the score was, but we had to go up tempo. We were forced to with the, you know, time running low on the clock. And um, when you do that, defenses, they get real vanilla. Like, They'll just run some basic coverages on first and second down. Third down, they will have a blitz already premeditated. Like, okay, this is our, our go-to blitz if, if they get to third down. Because you don't have time to really – unless it's a veteran-led defense. I'm talking like veterans at all levels, D-line, linebackers, uh, secondary. You don't have time to get into like crazy you know packages like you used to. So um, I think that's why we had some success. And if we get stagnant, just you know go up-tempo for a series. The only thing that gets tough is when the defense is playing their ass off like that. They're on the field a long time. Yeah. And you can't afford a three and out. And right. so I know when a lot of people, they cry for, yo, let's go up tempo, change it up. Okay, but if you go three and out, that's as bad as, you know, what what you've been doing before. Maybe yeah. even worse because there was no time in between. If you're going up tempo, you got to be getting those first downs. Yeah. At Good least point. a couple. Great point. Uh, My point number uh, four here was not cashing in drives for touchdowns early leads to anxiety late. I think we've pretty much covered that. You know, we got to get better in the red zone, especially in the playoffs, man. We got to be scoring touchdowns instead of kicking field goals. I love Jason Myers. You know, dude is like 44 of his last 44 in a row or something on field goals. But uh, going back to last season, even his streak. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like let's we got to get some TDs, man. Um, Yeah. Uh, point number five here. Oh, here's KJ. He wasn't number seven. He's number five on the list. I literally wrote KJ Wright is a beast because he just is, man. Every game he just 
pops and, and you know it just comes right through your screen at you with the plays that he's making. We could talk about him blowing up another screenplay for an opposing team. We could talk about him blowing up Kyle Uzcheck and Uzcheck bounces up and tries to laugh it off, but ouch! I mean, he lit him up, man. Uh, go ahead. Let's just let's rave about him again. Yeah, I mean, rightfully so. I, for the life of me, you know, and I know there's no personnel or coaches listening to our podcast, but <laughs> do not run a screen to KJ right side. That yeah. is a dead play. Yeah, it is useless. You're just going to lose yards. I thought he might even had a chance to pick that one off, and mm. you know, I mean, if he sees it again, he will. But it's um. You know, they call him Spider-Man. That's his uh, his nickname. Oh, they do? You know? Yeah. And, you know, his spidey senses are tingling when those plays come. Oh, you know? I he see. just knows. And that drive concept where he destroyed Uzcheck, um, <laughs> there's a high low. There's a high low going on behind you, Got which means there's a, route, there's a route that's played behind you that you have to take away. And then the quarterback comes down. And KJ's got the most incredible timing of that concept. Happened in Miami. Uh, I think it happened in Buffalo happened. It's happened like four times this year. And so screens, if you see KJ over there, you should just check out. Yeah. And, and the drive, you know, uh, say a prayer for that poor soul going on that drive route. Cause you're going to get lit up, man. Yeah. He's just, he's playing out of his mind and it's, he's just one of maybe one of the most underrated players in the NFL period right now. Um, and you know, I, I don't know where it, the accolades end up after the career, whatever it is. I already, I know you can start penciling him into the ring of honor right now for my money. Seahawks hall of famer for sure. I mean, I just, I love seeing number 50 play football. It's just a joy to watch. Uh, number six for me here is, uh, and again, these are just not really in any order here, but I wrote down, um, great play by Russ to scramble, then hit Lockett. Oh, I think this was the first touchdown we finally got. They're coming in the fourth quarter with Russ, kind yeah. of just a vintage Russ play. Uh, you know, he this is one where he does hold on to it for long, a long time, and it ends up working out for us. Um, of course, Jason Myers comes in and misses the extra point, which <laughs> makes it a four point game and throw my hands up in the air and yeah, on the couch. But um, yeah, great play by Russ, man. Finally getting on the board with a touchdown there, hitting Lockett. Um, oh, here's my question for this maybe we need to tell Jason Myers it's a field goal. Question mark? Yeah, I mean, because I think that's, I think it's his second missed uh, extra point. He's been perfect on field goals for a year and a half now, yeah. and uh, which is, is awesome. But um, yeah, I think that's his second. Maybe they're extra not point. worth enough points for him. He's like, ah, this is only worth one. <laughs> Get it? Um, I didn't even see. And this is where I, I should be better. Did he move the ball for his field goals? Because there's nothing that drives me crazier than a guy that moves it to a different half and then misses <laughs> yeah. to that side. It's yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. Like, I what know. Are you- I, I, yes, yes, yes. I'm agreeing. I'm sorry. The delay on Zoom is killing us. But, um, yeah, dude, I agree completely. Like, especially – they've only started doing it since they moved it back, though, I feel like. Nobody did that when it was so close up. Um, but, yeah, it's it's really annoying. It's almost like – they're golfers on the driving range where you see guys drop the ball in all these weird places. Yeah. I, I think that's what it is. Or I guess, like, wait, you know, oh, kick- I, oh, wait, hold on. Let me argue with myself. The driving range is the place to do that. Don't do it out <laughs> yeah. on the course. <laughs> They're doing it in the game. Yeah. Um, but no, that's, 
I mean, I guess it's like a golfer is what I was going to say that you never hit a straight shot, right? Mm -hmm. Which, you know, all of us that are terrible at golf, all we want to do is hit a straight shot. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they know something we don't. If you're like me, you aim at the fairway to the right of you. That's literally where I aim. And then well, I'll hit it straight down my own fairway. A hard pull, huh? <laughs> oh, buddy. Duck hook. Look out. Four. Um, <laughs> number eight on my list here, Alex Collins, man. Mini beast mode again. That touchdown run was awesome. I, I love the hair going crazy. Like, I just, he looks insane running the ball. He looks like the Tasmanian devil. So I just get excited anytime they give it to him. And he just, he looks hungry to play. And I don't know, man. I, I love watching him run the ball. Like, I'm, I'm super happy to have him going into the playoffs. Yeah. He's a guy that I think when, when we gave him his opportunity coming into the league, drafted him, everything. There's a lot of expectations. Um, I thought he was going to get drafted a lot higher than the fifth round, which is where he fell to us, and it was incredible, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't – you know, we saw some inconsistency. Uh, the feet were there, quick feet. Um, he was not running this hard, I will say that, and I think that's something that when he got cut, he pissed. He got pissed off, mm -hmm. and he went to Baltimore, reeled off 980 yards in 10 games, and, um, you know, made a name for himself. Yeah. And, and, and you know, really just – it was the change of scenery. I think that was good. And so getting him coming back, feet are still there and he's just running a little harder. Um, he's a phenomenal athlete, great kid. And I just would like to see him get more opportunities. Yeah. Well, I, I hope we see him get more opportunities in the playoffs. Cause I think he's just a great compliment to what we already have going on. And, um, I mean, dude, he, he's got a nose for the goal line. So do you see him make that guy miss <laughs> oh, the corner yeah. came around and you know stack the db so you're in good position to make the play and you hit him with that that, that juke move and the guy was on skates and just froze and yeah. uh, he went right by him it was incredible number nine on my list rookie jordan brooks has now led the hawks in tackles the last two weeks in a row and you know if, if we're going to praise kj Wright, which rightfully so i think we need to heap a little praise on the rookie here yeah what that gets a meth from you? Nah, he had a couple of nice hits yesterday. Um, he, one thing that really jumps out is his speed. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, there's a couple of times he shot the gap. He, you know, got in the backfield in like a missile. And uh, I thought it was Jamal with how quick it was because those are two guys that they play on a different level of speed. I mean, they, their speed shows up and, and that's what they've been, you know, that's what's been talked about or emphasized from, from them and what we're going to see. And it's incredible. Um, his instincts really good. Uh, he, you know, rarely makes a bad decision. And when when he knows, he goes. He's, there's no second guessing. So uh, I'm excited. Again, we've never taken a linebacker this high um, in, in John and, and Pete's uh, era. And um, so, I mean, I can't imagine what the future holds for this kid. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Are you giving him the meh just because he's a rookie? Is this some hazing? Absolutely. Okay. You gotta earn Just your respect. Yeah. All right. Well, he's earning it so far. And hopefully that's trending up. He's trending in the right direction. Yeah. Number 10 on my list. Uh the second to last offensive pop pass play to David Moore. Yeah. Um let's get into it. I tell well when it happened, you know, I think you texted me, you're like, what was that? And uh, I said it had there had to be for a reason. And the reason <laughs> came out 
Yeah, the reason came out, it was for, um, you know, a little incentive bonus. You needed one catch, you know? So everybody's getting records. Give my man the bonus. Dude, uh, 100,000 reasons to run that play, yeah. to be exact. That's quite a sweet little incentive there for, I, know I think, it's a, 35 catches is what he had to get to. I know it's a pop pass, but there's a lot on the line. Like, you dropped that. Yeah, incomplete. Man. I don't know if they're coming back to it. He kind of got blasted out of bounds, too. <laughs> well, what are you doing going out of bounds? Get your pass, get a yard, and slide. Yeah, he he kind of he took, he took a shot for it, but for 100K, I'll put on a helmet and go take that shot. I'm surprised there wasn't an all-out brawl. Yeah. how, you know, how well, I'll put it. That's what I want to get into you with here because, I mean, I, sort of disrespectful a little bit. I mean, we, we know the reason now. Uh, it's come out that uh, that you know the play was called to just go in and kneel on it because the game was over. They have no timeouts. There's no point in running any extra plays or getting anybody hurt or all of the above. And Russ changed the play in the huddle because he was aware that David Moore would be owed this money. And so they run the play, and the 49ers were pissed. And I'm the biggest Seahawks fan in the world, but I say they were pissed and kind of rightfully so. Yeah, no, it's tough. Um I think when you find out after the fact that, you know, one of your fellow brothers got paid. Right. Uh, an incentive that he deserved, you know? Yeah. And you can come to terms with it. But at the time. In the moment. Nah, hell yeah, I'm trying to fight too. Like, <laughs> the hell are y'all doing? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it, it reminds me like back, uh, was it 2008? You know, we, we had like 20 guys on IR. We were like four and 11. We're playing the Cardinals. And, uh, you know, my boy Liney, there's like 40 seconds left and they're going to kneel it, right? Drops back and throws a quick screen to Steve Breston. And, you know, I'm running as hard as I can over there just to kill him. <laughs> just because I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? And then you find out after uh, it wasn't an incentive, but they wanted to have all three, Anquan, Fitz, and uh, Breston go over a thousand yards. Okay. And so, like, Liney tried to explain it to me after the game. I was like, hey, man, I hope you fuckers lose in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what I texted you, too. I was like, so in the after-game handshake, are you going to let them know about that, or you just write this down in your notebook for the next year when you play them? Oh, yeah, you keep that. I mean, you don't, you don't want to hurt anybody, but at the heat of the moment, you're just like, you guys got to be kidding me. Yeah. And, um, you know, so when he told me after the game, like, sorry, I was just, you know, I said what I said to him. <laughs> so um, maybe a little bit of both. You write it down and you let him know about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, me and Liney, we, we played some ball together back in the day. So. Now, do you think that Russell gets a cut of that 100K? Not that he needs it. I'm just asking. I Yeah, I don't think so. I think... Uh, that's all for, for D Moore. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, number 11 here. I wrote down, oh, this was when the game was not really going well for us. I think we were down, you know, 16 to 6 at some point, which is a real fitting Seahawks score, 16 to 6. Weird. Um, and, you know, it just wasn't going well. We weren't doing anything on offense. And when you look over at the other games, we needed the Packers to lose. We needed the Saints to lose. And when you looked at those scores, those teams, the Saints and Packers, were way up in their games. It was kind of becoming clear that they weren't going to lose their games, which meant that even if we won our game, it didn't mean anything in terms of playoff seeding. So I started to wonder why we got all these starters in the game when this game might not mean anything. Should we even care about trying to win at that point? And I was texting you and asking you, I mean, 
hindsight's twenty twenty. They come back and win it. But don't you think maybe we should have tried to get a few guys off the field? Just, I mean, maybe that's just me being a nervous Nelly. What do you pull think? them all? Yeah, pull, pull it, Peterson. <laughs> Put in the. <laughs> Uh, I'll go after the Eagles in a second. Keep, keep oh, going okay. with the Seahawks. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's just, you know, that's, I don't know. Maybe it's the difference between the coach's mentality and a player's mentality. It's like, what are we doing here? I don't want to see anything happen to Russ, God forbid. Yeah. Chris Carson, we've never had him healthy, and it's always hurt us, no mm-hmm. pun intended, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would have left him in Seattle when we took the trip down to Arizona. Yeah. That's how that's how much I didn't want him to play at all. And um, you know, for I mean, can you imagine just going into this playoffs without Carson again? Yeah. This would be like the third straight year and you know, well, we'd all be like, why Jamal, did we play him? Jamal got a little banged up, you know, and it I just at some point, I, look, I'm happy they won the game. I'm happy we're 12 and 4. 12 and 4 feels better than 11 and 5 for whatever reason, as a fan. But honestly, there became a point in that game where I was just like, who cares at this point, you know? And Jamal did get banged up a little. Jaron Reed, you know, came, got banged up a little. R- Rashad Penny was down. I got super scared for him again. That looked yeah. terrible. It, you know, it was just a cramp, thank goodness. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to question Pete or anything, but I just – it seemed like you know his win first or always compete mentality was maybe going to get the better of him, and I, it made me nervous. Yeah, like I said, Chris Carson coming off head bleeding. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this, this is just you know, if if that was serious, I would just been, I just start crying because, like I said, we're only going to go as far as his legs can carry us. Yeah. That's all we've been missing in the last two postseasons. Well, and all it takes is, and I'm not saying, look, I'm not going to say anyone's dirty or whatever, but all it takes is a, a guy on a team who's not even going to the playoffs to, you know, want to get in one good hit on someone before the end of the season, a clean one, but it might end up get, giving someone yeah. a concussion or they get a whiplash from it or a, whatever, a stinger or whatever. And we can't have that. So it's nerve wracking. I was nervous. Uh, you want point number 12? Is this the injury report? No, this one has nothing to do with our Seahawks. It's about Doug Peterson. What the hell are the Eagles doing? Man, I I don't know. Like, you tell me because he and then he comes out and says coaching to win. Dude. Sudfeld looked terrible in those three drives. Like couldn't even catch the snap. That was a bad snap. But, yo, like. Your job is to catch the snap. That's the first. It's the first job when you get in there. Ugh. Clean exchange. Man. And I know it's a bad snap, but I don't know, man. Um, that was that Dude. looked that looked and felt like I want a higher draft pick. Yeah, I, 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 look, as a Seahawk fan, I don't care what they do at all over there. As a fan of the NFL, that was embarrassing, man. Like, that was a three-point game with almost the entire fourth quarter to play. I turn on Sunday Night Football to be entertained as a sports fan, and then that clown show ensues from that guy. I mean, honestly, I thought it was disrespectful to fans of the game, to fans of entertainment, to NBC. I mean, (laughs) mean, people had to be turning off that game left and right. 
Well, I mean, I know, you, you know, Hertz wasn't lighting the field on fire, but no, he still but gave you the best chance to win. Everybody he scored knows those, he gives them a better chance, yeah. He scored those two touchdowns, you know, running the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had had some nice passes too. Um, I think at the time, yeah, Peterson can make the – well, he was 7 for 20, you know. Yeah. So you can make the argument that might as well try something new. But, like, Sudfeld is not their future. No. Hurts – Hertz quite possibly is a real solution at the quarterback spot. And now what you've just done, I don't know. Yeah. You, let me ask you a question. To, What's Jalen Hurts thinking about his coach? Are you trying to bring Wentz back in? Is that what you're trying to leave the door open for Wentz? And I mean, I understand why you're paying him a lot of money, but like, what, like, what do you, but if you bring I'm, Wentz back in, don't you have to trade Hertz or do something? Like he can't they both can't stay on the team at this point. Hertz has to be well, so pissed at Peterson. I well, mean, no, the real the real rescue run is, is losing that locker room. That's and what I don't that's think, what I'm saying. I don't think he will because he won a Super Bowl with a lot of those guys. But I, you know, if if I'm a player on that team and I'm just like, yo, what do what just happened? That was like, the look on a lot of their faces on the sideline. Those offensive why, linemen yeah. look like they were just like, well, I'm out here risking my body, but but for what? Like, we're not – look, if you want Sudfeld to play, he should have played the whole game. Yeah. So just start him then. If you're giving up on the season or if you want to see what this guy's got, give him a whole game. Don't bring him in cold off the bench. That was, that was tough to do to Sudfeld too. Yeah, yeah, what, like yeah. You're saying. But, I mean, I, yeah, ugh. as a player, if I'm, you know, a defensive player, I'm looking over and Hurts is – on the sideline kicking it with me yeah. when the offense is out there. I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Dude, but- the only reason I kept that game on was because listening to Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth just commiserate with each other through it. And they were, yeah. they hated every second of it. It was actually like really entertaining comedically, but yeah. I don't know, man. I didn't like, I don't know. That left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. The giants weren't too happy about that either. <laughs> no. Tweets and stuff. no, Giants players, Giants fans. Uh, you know, but here's my thing to all the Giants fans. If any of them are listening, I don't know why you would be, but here, here's what I've got to say to you. Win an extra game, okay? Stop whining, you know? <laughs> like, you were good enough to beat our Seahawks once. Win one more game, and, and the whole thing is null and void anyway, okay? I'm glad we don't have to see the Giants, though. <laughs> Can you imagine if that would have been the Cowboys? If the Cowboys would have won that game with the Giants, can you imagine Uh-oh. what Twitter would have been doing then? If Jerry if, Jones would have been lighting it up. Oh man, yikes! Uh, Duck and cover. okay. Wait, what's the injury report? Because I think you, you text me actual injuries. I do want to go over that before we get out of here. Okay, here you go. Uh, Jamal should be fine. He's got a sore shoulder. Pete said, but he thinks you know. Word from the doctors so far is that he'll be fine to play. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if he's going to be sore or at what percentage, but he should be out there. So, I, you know, I think him out there at 80% is is better than most guys at 100 sometimes. So, Very true. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the guy's a stud. He he hurt his, his forearm in that Atlanta game, first game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what happened, but he kept grabbing it. I You didn't see him. You know, he taped it up, but then after the game, he's, he wore like a – he wore a brace for like most of the year. I don't know if it was like a dislocated elbow or what. Guy's tough. Yeah, so yeah. not too worried about it. He'll probably brace it up and, and get going. Jaron Reed has an oblique strain. His status is unknown. We'll just have to keep watching that as the week goes along. But that's the scary one for me when they say they don't really know. I've 
I've had an oblique strain and I can't imagine how hard it is to wrestle with 300 pounders. You know, that's all core and torque. So I am worried about that one. Yeah. Um, that that's not, not good for us. Yeah. And then, uh, Rashad Penny, uh, it's just a cramp. And so he should be fine, but man, that I just, just for him, you know, for, for everything he's been through and coming back and, and all of that, like, Oh man, I, I, my heart was in my throat seeing him sitting on the field. Yeah. When he reached down to grab his leg, right. I was just like, yeah. no, Oof. like, come on, not, not, not for this kid. Yeah. Uh, checking in on our zoned in players. We don't have any cause we didn't have an episode. Everybody's a winner before the Niners game. Uh, but let me remind you that Lofa's company is zone in CBD. You can find it at zone in or at all Bartell drugstores in the PNW. I am a customer and I can highly recommend it. Also, I bought some for my family over the holidays. And so they are now customers and it is going great. For all Love of hearing them. that right on I'm telling you, man, just anecdotally, it is, uh, I, I am a believer, and you can use this testimonial, sir. I will. Uh, let's wrap this puppy up, then. That's up. Uh, that's it for us. Um, we're playing the Rams this coming weekend in the first round of the playoffs. The game is in Seattle at 1.40 on Fox, uh, so it's an afternoon game, and you know we'll see who's playing quarterback for them and who's running the ball for them, and we'll get into the Rams a little bit later in the week. Thank you for joining us on the Seahawks podcast. If you've got thoughts about anything, hit us up on social media at SeahawksPod or email us, SeahawksPod at gmail.com. Lofa Tatupu, break us down, get us out of here. All right, man, there's nothing like playoff football. You know, like they say, win or go home. This is, this is why you play all those damn regular season games. So we're going playoffs on three. <laughs> playoffs? You can say it that way if you'd like. <laughs> One, two, three, playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.